That's the show with Happy Anniversary, Danny. Ladies and gentlemen, celebrating four years at Keith and the Girl. This is a VIP show. That's the show of Danny. Danny Hatch. Hello. Welcome, everyone. What a special day we have. It is this show's fourth birthday. That is amazing. Tomorrow, two days ago, for everyone who's not Keith Hemder or me. <laughs> Thank you. It's a special day. This is our first show with Just for Three Amigos since July 7th. So it's been a while since it was Just for Three of Us. You're kidding. Nope. We've had a lot of guests and special shows and solo shows. So getting back in the groove of things. We don't have that pest Libby over here sucking the lifeblood. R.I.P. R.I.P. Of course. And I do want to mention, um, as we do with all these shows, but I figured I just mentioned this show. We are pre-recording this a week early. So any news that we might want to discuss hasn't happened yet. So... No, I'm kidding. Let's get into it. Hemda, Ooh. you're on your period. <laughs> How's it going? I think I'm done. It. Well, I don't know. It's like still, uh, still squirting right. some red. Just a little, little tail, tail end. Do they look like little red Mike and Ikes that you can squeeze and they turn into regular liquid blood, or is it more liquid I, city? I never thought to squeeze it. Oh, you're not yeah. living. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Keith, also mm-hmm. here. I'm surrounded by two sick little babies. <laughs> Keith has the flu. Yeah. Good on you for coming. I had the flu earlier, and I was laid out earlier this year. Well, you got to, you know. Squirting soup. You can't give up. I am squirting soup. It's fun. Did you go to the doctor? No. What? Oh, I don't know. You seem to like doctors. Oh. Pepto Uh, time. It's time for a Pepto talk. (laughs) (laughs) But this is an exciting show. We have some festivities to get to minimum. Oh, did someone drop two pills? Whose are these? I don't know. Oh, those those are my... Hang on. Yeah. Are they down? Are they good? What oh, are they? no. You ate those, really? Yeah. Those are might give you the flu more and uh, worse pills. Ah, uh, why would they, they sell those pills? They Guantanamo inmates. The, the money really is in the medicine. <laughs> this bit is why I come label. to work. Isn't it just? Mm-hmm. It's, so, it's evergreen. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We have some festivities to get to. First of all, a monologue real quick. Um, got a short one this week, so okay. we're going to dive into it. I'm in then. Yes, who isn't in? Uh, everyone loves Jesus. I can't go anywhere without hearing how great Jesus is. Um, I say if Jesus was so great, he would have turned like a pile of sticks or something into wine. You can make water into wine in a prison toilet. Not impressed. <laughs> F minus for Jesus. No, he's great. Um, here's a quote. Everyone loves these. Tell me who can. Here's an impression I'm going to do. Okay. And tell me if you can guess this. It's very specific. So uh, let me figure out how to do the voice. Okay. Excellent. Mr. Burns. Okay. Uh, yes. No, that was Arnold Schwarzenegger when he sees To Catch a Predator is on TV, but before he realizes it's not about how to catch the predator. It's just the regular show about uh, catching kids. He got very funny. excited. <laughs> Turned out he learned all the wrong sorts of info there. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm a private person, so I don't like revealing my private life on podcasts. I just, don't want, I just don't want every Tom Shoes, Dick Sporting Goods, and Harry's Razors knowing my business. <laughs> podcast jokes. And speaking Only of you podcasts, guys get it. Let's close this monologue out. Aren't all podcasts just boring cartoons that haven't been animated yet? When you think about it, it's just a bunch of people having a conversation that hasn't been turned into a fun cartoon. Life is whimsical. So that's the monologue this week. Short but sweet. Good. <laughs> Very good. Some would say, I'd like to introduce my guests. They're the sick bros. We've mm-hmm. got Keith Malley. Hey. 
flu season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we already did this a minute ago, so don't need to dwell anymore on it. And Hemda. All right. Putting the big C in the big C. Yeah. But we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. How are you feeling? I'm okay. Did you start looking up cancer movies? Oh, Emmy oh made no. a great point. What? We have to reconvene and rewatch 50-50 now. Oh, <laughs> the time has never been more ripe. Maybe now you'll finally a- appreciate uh, it. This, this give is, it its due. This is really great because you know, as as we go through, I wonder how people make it about them, and this is your version. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're gonna make me watch this horrible movie and, with you again. Yeah, great. And, and you'll cook for me again. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll bring some. McDonald's. Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, enough of you two. Let's talk more about me in this show. Let's do it. Uh, it's the four-year anniversary show. Who who to thunk it? Certainly not me. I'm betting not you two. Not me at all. <laughs> this is a big surprise for all of us, and it's a happy one. I think we had fun the whole time. I have some highlights over the past four years. I went through my shows, and I just we'll go go down some good highlights. Uh, eight twenty-three, two thousand twelve, episode one, and all began test pilot. Uh, the funniest thing I said the whole episode was "fuck you, Libby." <laughs> this was. How nervous were you the first show? Well, he didn't know Libby at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty nervous, um, but not as nervous as I am now because I think I take it more seriously. Back then, it was more of a lark. And back then, if you'll remember, they were 10-minute shows. Some as long as seven minutes, I remember. <laughs> really? <laughs> Once. Once was seven minutes. We didn't have a lot to get to. Uh, and we started strong, really. Two episodes later, our first celebrity guest, Scott Sigler, on mm-hmm. episode three, Book Things. That Huge. was... Uh, September 6, 2012, I also addressed some criticism from Dean from Australia and the Junkenstein. Almost right away. We had I some onboard that, haters. I thought that took a while. Mm-mm. Right away. Episode three. Uh, and then episode four. I'm not going to do every single episode, I promise. <laughs> we just happen to start strong. Uh, Morning Zulu from September 13, 2012, the first appearance of Mike Kraplin. A big day. Oh, my God. I forgot that. the very sad last appearance of Morning Zulu, who did die in the back room while we were waiting to bring him out. A lot of good people died on your show. (laughs) We've we've suffered a lot. Yeah. Uh, Keeping Strong in 2012, episode eight. The show is literally a cry for help. My then girlfriend stopped by. And didn't that end well? Oh, my God. That's (laughs) right. Well, that was two months in, and I've already got my girlfriend on the show. Wow, that seems. I hope she's doing well. That seemed like we were doing it for a while before she came. Mm-hmm. Wow. Eight episodes, eight weeks. On that, that show, did we talk about you fighting your roommate and her trying to stop you, or was that not then? That, yeah, that was then. That was that weekend. That was probably wow. the day after that happened. All right. So you're welcome. Just agree with you. Sure. <laughs> it served me well. Uh, and then skipping forward to 2013. Do you like Rosa better? I like Rosa better. Yeah. <laughs> We're a better fit. All right. Uh, episode 24, Dreams Do Come True. Eugene Merman stopped by, the first of my heroes. Less than a year in. Very exciting. That was huge. Very huge. This is, He's a bigger man. You asked him. No, he, I love him. He's he could have said anything man. because we didn't actually book him on mm-hmm. your show. He just, we were like, we he have this gay. other thing. And he was like, sure. That was really cool. Yeah. 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 Hasn't come back, but that's fine. <laughs> Did um, you invite him? I don't have his uh, email. (laughs) He keeps sending me fake emails. I don't know how he's sending them to me in the first place. Like he keeps. Uh, Episode thirty-five. Speaking of heroes, that's the show of Danny with Chris Gethard, May thirty-first, twenty thirteen. Chris Gethard's first appearance. It couldn't get any more awkward than that, right? That was pretty wrong. Episode forty-eight. A slight discomfort. Chris's second and final appearance. It was wow. Yeah. The first episode with Chris did not have video. The second episode had video, and it made a world of difference. You Mm -hmm. can really see the moment when I touched his hand. Mm -hmm. I was sitting here. Chris was uh, sitting where I am, and he was not having it. Like really not having. Really not having it. 
Is and it his, his fault for thinking he has the most awkward show in town? He has, he has a show where one of the recent episodes when he came on, it was him and his panel of three other dudes standing naked underneath a giant towel together. So I figured he would be okay with me grabbing his hand as a fake bit, but there are boundaries that shouldn't be crossed, and it was my fault. And I Chris, still, we'll have you on again if you'll have me. To this day, I'll I don't grab know if your he leg was this like... Time. I don't know if he was super going with the bit or not. No, he wasn't. He was... I've listened many a time. He was I, not and going I, with and the I've bit. And I've watched it more than once for sure. But since then, Eugene, was it Eugene and... It was Chris, Chris and I have kept a relationship since then. Yeah. He messes with me. He, yeah. Every time we see each other, he milks it. And I yeah. don't know if it's real or not. And it's Well, I know it is real and I know it's not real. I don't know how real it is. But you've heard about him talking about you without you being there, saying oh, sure. positive things. Yes, yes. Which I think counts. What does count? I have no idea. And actually, the episode before Certainly that, not the good stuff. No, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> you grew a lot in four years. I did, outward. Um, you saved me time. I love it. That why. And then the week before that, episode 47, Gossip Friday, the one-year anniversary spectacular oh. where we once and for all burned the Patrice Bridge. This was the night after she her final stand at the Creek in the Cave at my super fun bingo special. I'm really glad that happened. It's funny that mm -hmm. we burned the bridge, right? Yeah, I would, oh, I would yes. say she did. Right, she certainly. We 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 uh we yes. She's I was been igniting that the... shit. We just we just finally noticed the flames. Mm -hmm. She's pouring kerosene on it for ten years, and you finally flicked the match. I felt so bad. I was like, who knew she was this? Yeah, she was a real up. monster. Yeah, that night and and nights after that, she, yeah, she continued to be a monster. Yeah. to our friends. Episode 51, shortly after that, we rebounded. R.I.P. Libby. This was the infamous Sharpie Beard episode from September 9th, 2013. Come oh. to missed it, but it lives on in infamy on video. You graduated to the lipstick. Yes. And I have real beard hair now. I don't even need to draw a Sharpie. That was one of the funniest on. moments of my life. That yes, was so good. Very fun. Episode we love when you draw shit on your face. It's, a, it's my niche, and I'm happy I found it. Uh, episode 63 of a 2013 year in review spectacular. This was the first appearance of the Song of the Week segment. Remember, I played 10 of my favorite songs. And That's when Keith was like, sold. We you bought guys, this. You guys uh, didn't enjoy them. It, may, it upset me very much. You That poker face is. <laughs> but, but, just, but nowadays it doesn't get to me. We were Chris Gethardting <laughs> you. You were Gethardting me. Yes. The classic Gethard. Episode 70 in the new year brought to you by Shitty Jim's Terrible Shitty Condoms, our first sponsor. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, two episodes later, R.I.P. Shitty Jibs, Terrible <laughs> Shitty Condoms. Our sponsor did kill himself after our disastrous ad campaign, but that was the first appearance of Dr. Megaphone mm. on episode uh -huh. 72 from March 6th of 2014. He's probably helped you over the years. He certainly, $5 copay has. Uh, <laughs> That's when your show got expensive for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it did. Um, but, you know, help is help. You know, good help is hard to find, and mm -hmm. you got to take what you can get. Few and it's weeks, still hard to find. It's it's tough. I've been looking. A couple of weeks after that, Do the Robot live from KTG Week 2014, our second live episode with uh, Catherine Heller, featuring a shot. That was where I talked about my Robitussin adventures, and thank mm. God that's a phase I'm over, and featuring a is birthday shout-out. It is. It's. <laughs> I have not done it since 2014. It's. You would chug a whole bottle, right? I would chug a whole bottle, and then when that didn't work, I would down a bottle of the pills, an entire Fresh oh. bottle of Robitussin pills because it's the same. So dangerous. The worst. Those burps are not fun. And Ooh. then nothing ever really. Uh, not, not a good high. Not have, a good high. Have you ever been sick since? <laughs> no. I'm, uh, you should try this. Yeah. 
A bottle of Robitussin a day keeps the doctor away. This is also uh, Catherine Heller lied to one of my favorite musicians, Hamilton Lighthouser, told him it was my birthday. So he recorded a little birthday shout out for me that we played on that show. So that was fun. Hamilton Lighthouser thinking it was my birthday. That's cool. He's got a new album coming out. Check that out. Um, speaking of Catherine Heller, episode 93, The Kiss from September. Danny and Catherine's VIP kiss bet came to through. <laughs> Even well, though. a smooth talker like you, you're going to get those lips. That's how I kiss. I go, <laughs> and they kiss you just to stop it. Mm-hmm. It's a good technique. Even though she just started dating Alex, who she now is moved in with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they, they maneuvered around this iceberg mm-hmm. of that bet. She said make out, and there was no tongue, Your Honor. <laughs> I just want that to be clear. Mm-hmm. I know that you're looking at Keith for this one. I'm on your side. <laughs> one episode later, that was a good week. Episode 94, The Greatest Magic, Lev Grossman, one of my favorite authors, joined the show. That was really fun. That was really fun. Yeah. I was extremely nervous. That, that was a meet on mic situation. I wasn't sure how we'd take the show. He's not a comedian. He's a... One of the coolest people that ever coolest. came through. He was, uh, he was wonderful. So cool. And uh, watch The Magicians on Sci-Fi. Excellent. His, he, when he was coming on, he was just talking about the show getting picked up, and now oh, the yeah. show has... Completed its first season, been picked up for a second. It's very good. So I think I like to sh- think we helped with I that. Thi- I think we did. I think people should let him know that they heard about him through this show. We would love that. At I Leverus. never heard he of him. No, I had neither. I was bluffing the whole time. <laughs> I just wanted an author on my show. I figured it'd be pretty easy to bluff about the magic stuff. I think I did a good job. And then after that, 105, episode 105, a few weeks later, get on my show. Tom Sharpling joined the show. Another of my heroes. How lucky have I been? Thank you, you two. I appreciate it. Very huge. Does he hate me? I don't know. I don't know. No idea. Come on. You can't. I can't. It's so easy. Because he has this persona of a grumpy, grouchy guy. And he it's hard for me to. You. Uh, I don't know if he adores me. And then I, and then uh, I didn't no, make such nuts. a big splash on his show with his fans. And now I'm thinking, I You're know nuts. we've been over this before, but please, yeah, for the, I'm extremely insane. But no. it, who isn't in this business? That's not you were no, no, no. so good on his show. Oh, please, I think please you, do go on. Keith and I were, turn my mic off it, and just it, go. Keith and I were way less of a fit for his show. We're gonna call it less fit. Um, <sighs> you were right in there. We were lucky it was to have a you. Literal dream we, come true for it, me. It was incredible. And We're, got a mixed response from the fans. A lot of people didn't like that clown, Danny. There's not a lot of people. It was like two people. Oh, it was Marvin too. You kept <laughs> going Marvin back to those too. forums. No, I had to stop. I stopped going to a forum. Okay. There good. was a there's a Facebook group that I'm a member of for fans of it. And well, let me see. There was you, a thread that got deleted because someone was really uh really getting nasty with me, and the guy was like, "I'm sorry, even I don't like your comedy, but that's no excuse for how I'm there's talking no, about you." you. Were, hold on, hold on. Did somebody brilliant. really say I don't like your comedy, but still this is too mm-hmm. much? It was getting to the point where he was like, <laughs> "That's so stupid to me." It was getting personal, so he ended up deleting it. But he said, I want you to be clear. I don't like mm-hmm. you either. He said, just because I don't enjoy your comedy doesn't mean that. Wow. You what a dickhead. It. Yeah. Some of their fans are tough, but I want them to love me. <laughs> oh, well. Then uh, 12 episodes after that, the one with Mara Wilson. Mara Wilson's first appearance on the show. That was fun. Very fun. We mm-hmm. talked about Dr. Megaphone made another appearance, I believe. We mm-hmm. talked about Lexapro, not Lexapro, Wellbutrin and. That's on the album. That's fun. And then uh, a day after that, a week after that, I just saw a post yes, by yes, her. Yes. By the way, uh, what some kind that? of Twitter? Somebody asked, uh, "Who would play an adult Matilda?" Mm, did she say me? No, she she wrote back, uh, "I'm not in charge of casting." So she has a lot of fun with it. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. Who would play adult Matilda? Me. I'm other, the perfect Matilda. Other than her. 
Like, what's yeah, the question? Yeah, she, she is really the best adult Matilda. I mean, <laughs> what is... <laughs> on Broadway, what's she, the problem? By the way, uh, on this new season of BoJack Horseman, and we ran, Rose and I ran into her uh, last week around the studio, and we were both like, you're so great on BoJack. She was like, thank you. It was a real she, honor to be part of that. She's, you had to tell me that that was her mm-hmm, voice. Mm-hmm. And she was, you know, she plays Jill Pill, who was a character who was teased in the last season, and this whole time I'm thinking, who's this Jill Pill? Funny. Turns out it's Mara. A spider. It was so cool. Yes, very cool. Somebody asked her if Matilda was an Avenger, who would who would play you? Hawkeye. W- would you play her? And she said, other actresses could play me better. <laughs> so she really embraces it and makes it a party. I don't blame her at all. It's, it's not her chosen path anymore. She has a book coming out soon. But wouldn't it be fun if she was like, ah, oh, Charlize Theron. You know, wouldn't you like her opinion? No. Yeah, no. You, you if can't. somebody said to <laughs> I Danny. I don't want who, anyone's opinion but mine. Okay. If someone said to me, what, who would play me? Yeah, who would play you? Would you have an answer? Would you go, well, honestly, I I doubt they would uh, consult me. I was just child Danny. (laughs) Do you have an answer for that? Who would play you? Who would play me? Uh, Robert Redford. Mm. Like today, Robert Redford. Uh, 20 years, 30 years from now. From now. (laughs) Robert Redford. Oh, wait. What dice would play you? Sure. That'd be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Right? Hey, Danny! Hey, it's him. Your show's been for your geese. For your geese. Perfect. Danny? (laughs) I'm over here now. I can be wheels. I'll be wheels. I'm this podcast co-host. Hey, wheels. Hey, dice. Wheels, goose. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Our podcast. I saw this snatch today. Oh, Uh, you love snatch dice. I love it. You're the best at love and snatch. I love it. So we got a letter from one of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and then episode after Mara Wilson, episode 118, Headband Geeks, Rose's first appearance. And that was where we find out she's probably just dating me to study me because she came with a contraption. That, that she, was her first episode? That was episode? her first uh, in studio, yeah. She wow. might have. No, that was her first. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yes, it was. I yes, think it was. She's and been then, so much a part of the show. She's, she's really made an impact. Yeah. And I, I remember that night after that, we did mushrooms mm. in my room. And almost burned my house down because I have a lamp with multicolored heads and I put a uh, jacket over it. It has a bunch of like plastic. You've seen these. It's a dorm room lamp. It's got uh-huh. multiple plastic like bulb heads. Like spider. What, a spider. A spider lamp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I put my jacket over it to create mood lighting. And about an hour in, I'm smelling plastic and I'm wondering, is this real? And she's like, it's not real. You're just tripping. So like, oh, God. Whole, whole place is burning. And I'm oh. like, no, this uh, this smells like plastic. And I get up and I take and, and the the lamp head is melted. There's a giant. We melted a, like an Could inch of tell- plastic into the atmosphere. Could you tell if that was real at that point or not? It was real. And then I, I knew it was real. And mm-hmm. then I got and the plastic is melty and stringy. And that was super trippy. I was like really wow. sweaty and like playing with this like stringy melted <laughs> plastic. Do you tell her who's the scientist now? Exactly. Ah. I'm like, hey, you got to stay alert, stay alive, babe. <laughs> Episode 129, a few months after that, Flying Solo, the first and still best solo call-in show, mm-hmm. which was Catherine Heller's idea, I believe. So... I wasn't against it at the time. <laughs> still am. <laughs> I hate those shows. Here's do you, a why se- do you still do them? Eh, who knows? You guys need a break from me. I get it. <laughs> Sad one after that. Episode 131, another awkward fight show. The awkward fight show to end all awkward fight shows. To be continued for the and... next week on Keith and the Girl with the help of mediators Frank Santo Padre, David oh. Feldman, and Hemda. Oh. That was a fun time oh. in our relationship, but what we made it? through it. What a ride. What a ride. And next one. Next one. Hang on. It's just so. Oh, do you guys always do this? What a clown. Terrible bagels. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Let me compose myself. Episode 139, a few weeks after that, called Okie Doke, and then in parentheses, holy shit, there are 139 of these. That was Tim Dillon's first appearance on that show of Danny after making a big splash on Keith and the Girl. And that was also our third episode with Micah Sherman following his previous episodes, holy shit, there are nine of these, and holy <laughs> shit, there are 60 of these. We have a theme with him. That was a fun time. Episode 143, live from Hollywood, recorded live on location from that hotel room in Los Angeles, California. All right, right. Mm-hmm. What's your face say? Oh, so I remember that everyone was getting pretty testy that day, mm-hmm. and um, we happened to to be in Andrew's hotel room, and we didn't have any time. But I slowly kept sent. I started sending people to the pool because I'm like, mm-hmm. if if these people don't get to swim in a pool, it was a good pool. They were about to explode because they're just sitting in the corners of the room, just like seething. <laughs> I, it was just people are starting to get really angry. So I was like, Nizi, go jump in the pool. Really? Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. And so everyone just went to the pool. <laughs> I think that helped a lot. It That's helped true. a lot. Yeah. Um, that was a slurrier that was episode what, than I remember. The fourth day in, you motherfuckers couldn't deal with this story. I didn't say nothing. You didn't say nothing. <laughs> I, I'm, I was polite. Until <laughs> the end. See, you can't yell at me. You're going to uh, die. That's true. Yes. True. The yes. period we've been over. <laughs> what if it's a big cramp? I think she's lying. I, she can't hear us right now because she's <laughs> fucking faking her cough. But God, how sad are these jokes going to be? <laughs> Depending. By the way, quick sidebar. I, uh, I talked to my parents about it last night because they're in the healthcare profession. My dad, very helpful. My mom, not very helpful, told me to pray for you. And when I said, no, I'm not going to pray for her, she got mad. And then when I said, wouldn't you rather I be honest with you? She said, well, you weren't honest when you were hiding your report cards when you were kids. So why do you want to be honest now? And I was like, really? really? You're bringing this up right now from 10 plus years ago. So <laughs> shout out to mom. Lied on Mike about not remembering when she didn't want to touch me because she thought I had AIDS and then conveniently remembered as soon as the mics went off. Shout out to you making my neuroses bloom. Gaslighting mom. <laughs> she was gaslighting me. She was. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the grammar on that was okay, weird. Sorry. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, it was my perception. And then an episode after the Hollywood show was we're back in New York, going in Shane. This was Franklin Delano Moss's very first appearance on the show. A very exciting time. Another controversial thing. Very controversial. Speaking of that, a few uh, months later, episode one sixty six, the Shane Moss Memorial Hour, Franklin Delano Moss's very last appearance on the show. Certainly a mixed review. Oh, not RIP. He just hasn't been back yet. Oh, Maybe yeah, sure. we'll hear from him later. Totally. 178, Clown Thursday. Danny's parole officer, Ron Wayne Gacy, joined the program. That was from last month. That was fun. The first of my, the second, I guess, of my face-drawing escapades. That was one of the scariest times ever. I was a little worried afterward because you guys really seemed nervous. You and Libby especially were, you seemed actually on edge. And I was like, oh, did I really make them uncomfortable? Oh, I think we were having fun with it. I okay. think we were like going with the whole thing. That's good. It's super fun. You know, it's so dark, that guy. Yeah. It's tough to, I didn't yeah. want him to inhabit any more of my headspace right. than necessary. And speaking of that, uh, not that. And that's what people love when I do that. <laughs> episode after that, 179, Take Your Family to Work Day, the aforementioned episode where my mom forgot about not wanting to touch my bloody face. <laughs> that was uh, Danny's family comes to town. And probably, I would imagine, proved all of your theories about me. It, probably all of my, all of my personality probably made sense after meeting my mom <laughs> and sisters. I would imagine. I would imagine that that tied a lot of bows for you two and so the story it, of me. It did something because they they were very 
adamant about not liking New York. But mm-hmm. not only that, about not knowing New York. Nope, they did not set foot outside of Midtown except to go to the World Trade Tower Memorial yeah. and Trump Tower. And not on the train. And it did. Didn't want to go on the train at it all. It showed how much you were the black sheep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm the bi sheep. Uh-huh. <laughs> <clears throat> and then finally, 181, the Nerdist test pilot, Chris Cardwick, courts the show before ultimately ghosting on it in the end. Still stings <laughs> that one, but we got to meet my friend, the Toker. That was fun. The Joker's cousin. That was funny. Got got my eight bucks worth out of that lipstick. You still didn't get the Nerdist to get back to you on that? They ha- they are really ghosting me here. I don't know. I heard they take a while to get back because Probably. they got to sift through some stuff. I said that know? all carrier pigeon mail, so... Yeah. Chris I mean, likes it that way. That's how they want it. Chris likes it so, that way. So. Yeah. so that was a fun little memory lane excursion. It's been an eventful four years. For- I have a memory, too. Hold on you one have a memory, second. too. Hold on. Let me just get, you know, talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. Have think- Mr. Watermaker come back. Sure. What do you think I'm just doing? Let's talk about that. Well, I have a feeling that she's uh, picking a, a cake that she has hidden. Oh, you. no. I'm yeah. allergic now to those. We found out what you were allergic to from your mother and Rosa. Cum and spice? And we mixed it up into oh, a cake. How thoughtful. You're not allergic to cum. It's no. I wish. Right. Happy anniversary. Oh, you guys. It's Oreo. It's Oreo. I really thought that you had Paul Tompkins hidden down there. <laughs> but this is so nice too. You guys. Doesn't it thank look you. delicious? It does. It's and all you went yours. through all this on. Oh. Thank you. Oh, we'll, <laughs> we'll just we'll deal with that later. But thank you. Thank Certainly. you very much. You don't want to Aaron Nevins it? <laughs> that's right. Aaron Evans on the show, by the way, too. Didn't include that one, but that was super fun. He Him and Kate fun. Banford. Love them. So thank you for the opportunity. Sincerely. Thank you for being on our network. Uh, it's an honor. I hope you're pleased. We are. I think that we know how to shut shit down when we're not. Oh, please. Does that make you feel any better? Because I know nothing does. You can't tame this beast. (laughs) You can't shut me down. It's been great. Four years is amazing. It's who'd who'd have thunk it, you know? Really not me. Can't believe any of this is happening. I can't either. This is crazy. It's nuts. And we're all all gonna be fine. All right, let's move on (laughs) into plugs. And hey, here's something I meant to read last week, but I didn't. My friend Craig, really my lifeline, uh, left a very nice message I'd like to read on the last episode. And he says, he wrote wrote this on the forums, and you can follow Craig's excellent uh, (laughs) example at keithandthegirl.com slash forums or slash Danny or slash whatever you want. I bet it'll go there if you really mean it. Craig writes, writes, Danny, I really look forward to your show every week. Sometimes I forget it's coming. That's what she said. He didn't write that part. At the end of a week, I'm mired in the usual work bullshit. Me too, bro. I pick up my phone to refresh the KTG VIP feed so I know I have something fun to listen to on the way home. I see that familiar That's a Show with Danny, and I truly get happy. How about that? Truly make someone happy. That was my reaction too, Keith. (laughs) I know you get a lot of bullshit comments like the nonsensical one about Ethel or whatever. Our friend Todd used used his voice to make fun of me. In the post before that, and Craig thankfully took him down a peg. After all the hard work you put into the show, that's all you get. I know you have a lot of listeners who love the show, but just don't take the time to write and tell you so. You're, you're speaking to the God, Craig, not the choir. I and wish- also, don't wait until Danny potentially has cancer. <laughs> like his yes. posts now. Yes, that's all I need. He yeah. says, I wish more people would leave you some heartfelt feedback because I know there are a lot of satisfied Danny boys out there. Well, I don't know about that, Craig. That's why I try to comment as often as I can. You're really doing doing a great great job. job. Oh, you are. Good. (laughs) 
<laughs> you want to read along? Do a little stereo, Craig? Yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes the best parts of the show aren't the planned jokes, though those, those are great too. But your little, little offhand stream of consciousness mumblings under your breath, I get the biggest kick out of those. This is going to sound sappy, but I, but I bet, bet I speak for a lot of people. people. Everyone. Well, I'm reading a lot of people. You're going everyone? <laughs> when I say that, that life, life isn't, isn't always happy for a lot of us, it's ho-hum and tedious and full of frustrations. So it's great to have something like your show to look forward to every week. It's a guaranteed laugh riot. You're doing good work, improving people's quality of life. You really are. So, dash, Thanks. dash. Thanks. <laughs> That was fun. Stereo Craig. Thank mm-hmm. you very much, Craig. I really appreciate it. Your feedback. And everyone who leaves nice feedback, it makes makes my dick hard. So please do that at keepthegirl.com slash forums. Or write or a, a good review, review on... <laughs> <laughs> or write or a good review, review on my album. album. Keith and the Girl, Danny, whatever it is, dot com slash me. I don't know. But find where the album is and write a night review. Danny, that's the show of danny.com slash album. Give me five stars and write a nice review. That's how we get more recognition. I, of course, am on Twitter at Danny Hatch. Hemda's at Chemda. Keith is at Keith Malley. Follow at Keith and the Girl. Follow at Keith and the Girl. And you'd think that would mean the show is over. It's not. Awesome. Keep that poop in your butthole, Keith. We have a few <laughs> more things to get to. You're pushing it. <laughs> no, you are. <laughs> Real quick, recommendations. I finally saw the film Hedwig and the Angry Inch this week after a long time. Really good. Now, I have a bit of history with Hedwig and the Angry Inch and Rosa. You have an inch too. I have an angry one. Mine's more of a sad inch. I in my apartment in the in the communal space of my apartment, someone drew what I learned later was from the movie. It's an eye, and it says "Deny me and be doomed" on the wall. And it, mm. I didn't realize that was from the movie. But Rosa saw it when she was over. She was like, "Oh, that's so cool." And then when she was in New York visiting me early on, she saw a poster for John Cameron Mitchell on Broadway in Hedwig. And she was like, oh, my God, this is my favorite. We have to get that. tickets. Yeah. We get tickets. We get to the theater. Turns out it's canceled because he broke his leg the performance before. They canceled the show. So we saw SpongeBob, Fish Out of Water. Not a very good consolation prize. Uh, and then she tried showing me the movie. I fell asleep. And then <laughs> she falls asleep during my movies, too. It's Oh, fine. Totally. Um, you know, I I saw this. Um, I hadn't heard of it ever. We happened upon a, a place in Brooklyn that happened to be movie night. Me and Hennessy, yeah. and so we stayed Videology. for the movie. Huh? Videology. It was on Bedford and Videology. like North Six. Yeah? yeah, it had really great space Super in great the space. back. Yeah. Oh, they had popcorn and everything. We had like a little taco thing. Glorious. But I wasn't ready for this. So it's a pretty emotional movie. It is. I never heard and about it. It's fun though. Oh, totally. Like it's a rock opera. Yeah, I was but and I'm not usually that into it. Yeah. I was sobbing yeah, at certain points. It's and what, really good. What's funny is I don't remember a lot of detail, but you remember that song like where people find The Origin at, of Love? Yes. Yes. So you know the symbol for it. Like I think it was the very next day I saw, you know, a half a tattoo on someone, which has to be like so many people. Is doing that, that the eye? Because I think that's what's drawn on I my wall. I, I don't know. It's it's from one of his songs, or is it it's the people a, with four arms and legs? Or? No, it looks kind of like a yin a yin, a yin yang. I think that's what's on our wall. It's like an eye looking thing. That, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But I forget what it's called. But yeah, the origin. Yeah, of love. it's great. Um, I look I, for it while I, you talk. I highly recommend this. I. Because I was dragging my feet on it for a while. Yeah. It's a heavy like, movie, tired. kind of. I don't want to watch this. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to watch this like heavy musical. Yeah. No, it's yeah. great. From the get I mean, it's so fun. You're watching the way that they filmed them playing in like these fucking dive bars yeah. with four people in them and they're giving it their all. I love it. 
Okay, that's not what was on my wall. Okay. But yes, I know what you're talking All about. Right. Um, if you Google deny me and be doomed, you will see okay. what it was. But I gotta say, highly recommend it. I downloaded the. Uh, there's three versions of the al- of the album. There's the movie soundtrack. There's the original cast recording and the Neil Patrick Harris Broadway recording. Mm. Downloaded all of those. They're all a little bit different. Very good. The music's good. Keith, you might even like it. Have and you then, seen it? Did they show his dick in the movie? No. no. Not cool. Yeah, so that's that was on that's uh painted on my wall and I'll send a picture and we'll put that on the video right here. You're not even looking at my fucking face right now. You're looking <laughs> at my wall. There's a movie called Bob and His Dick, and I don't get to see his dick. Well, there's no there's That's not really the point. No, no it's not the point. Well, I didn't name it. You might like this stuff. The music is The kind point of- has nothing to do with his dick getting cut off. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Oh okay. So yeah, yeah, uh, so yeah. I might be close. You see that, but you don't see like a close up of what's left over. You see like the botched. I don't want to spoil much, but things get botched, and an angry yeah. inch happens I've, after that. I think I, I would, figured it out. I would love to know if you like it or not because it is. It is a toss up, but you yeah, might. Yeah. You might like the music. You might think the music's corny, but it's like it's like glam rock. I don't. I don't even know if I would like the music. Like if I just heard it, but it really made sense throughout this thing. Like yeah. it was, I don't know. Give it a try. Nah. Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we did it. If, if, if it turns out your cancer is not benign, I will watch it. Okay. That'll so if I have gift. cancer. We'll do a double showing. 50-50 and Hedwig and the Angry Oh, this we'll is so a, great. We'll make a sure. Let's do a whole like. We'll get popcorn and tacos. It'll be glorious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do like if I have cancer. Um, movie night. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And then we'll watch Color Purple or whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> and and we'll listen to Katy Perry. <laughs> Your favorite. Thanks, Danny. Such a poet. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> Teenage Dream. He doesn't even know what you're talking about, but he likes making fun of me. <laughs> That's what it's you do really every great. day on your show. I know. It's great. <laughs> it hurts, doesn't it? Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> um, and so you'd think Song of the Week, I would have set it up perfectly with a song from Hedwig and the Angry Inch, but I didn't. I'm not going to play Hedwig and the Angry Inch song, but I am going to play. So then this leads me down the path of musicals. I'm not a big musical guy. I don't like musicals very much. Mm-hmm. But I see that, uh, I don't. I didn't just discover this, but American Idiot, one of my favorite albums, is also a Broadway musical. And I'm like, hey, I'm here. I'll download the cast recording of this. It's very good. Really? It's great. And then I'm like, I haven't listened to American Idiot in a while. I re-listen to that it's amazing american Mm. idiot people love making fun of green day because they sold out or whatever but if you listen to american idiot in 2016 like divorced of all that context before they sold out it's such a good album no they'd sold out people say they sold out for america i mean they say they sold out for dookie years ago and then they say because american idiot was when they had like the eyeliner and like the skinny jeans and stuff and the tie so sold out means you're not the person who was like who, who Who's they want shit and living on the fucking floor in and also the Bay Area. It, it, that's from like years ago right. you didn't change from when you had like whatever teenage angst you had like yeah, it's very immature c- are you the same in your 20s as you are in your 30s because you're wrong did they sell out with hope you had the time of so your that life. was another they've had a lot of sell-out periods that was that was <laughs> they two albums before sold out. yeah um <laughs> they're musicians and they created songs That's yeah not and they out. and and no they didn't yeah. and this album is when they write a good so song good. does that mean they sold out yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. every time you buy their album <laughs> right right <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah every, and everyone who complains about selling out pirates music like they're right. not supporting mm. the fucking artists they're it I don't like this sellout call out culture it's a it's a job yeah it's a job yeah they do a good job they who's to say how much they deserve to get paid but they deserve to get paid for their work yeah they've made me happy many times so i've been listening to american idiot a lot 
it's really taken me back to my like junior high state of mind a little bit because that was when I was scary? playing that. A little, it is, but it's a little fun. And like hearing those, because I really haven't listened to this album much in a while. But hearing that's it, so fun it's after a so while. Good. Uh. It's so good. The one shitty song on there is Wake Me Up When September Ends, which just kills the flow of the album. It's like really? this cool, good, like rocking album. And then all of a sudden, dun, 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 uh, ugh hate it but i do want to play a song this week that should have been the ballad hit called give me novocaine it's on the album it's it's slightly slower and it really should have been the hit before uh wake me up when september ends but they had that video that the video was good yeah. all the videos for that album are great by the way like the whole album tells a story which is cool i mm-hmm. mean it's a rock opera but the story it tells is is really neat uh the videos are cool um even for wake me up when september <laughs> You think after four years of this, I know my you don't like the song. Mouth. It's of course that's yeah. true. That's true. So please, God, let's hear "Give Me Novocaine" by Green Day from the album American Idiot. What is this? This is from Hedwig. Damn, Keith is never gonna no, watch it not. now. This is a t- it, yeah. oh, this reminds me of Poison and Warren. Okay, very good. No, oh it God, picks up, Danny, I know how you feel now. Yeah. Oh, that's so. It's infuriating. Ooh, I get it. Oh, good. I'm so sorry. Just in time. Oof. But I didn't make <laughs> the song sorry. up. You know what I mean? That's the real song. It picks up after it's, that. And it's, it's, it's a, not it's just a, that. It's an opera. Oh, it picks up. Okay. <laughs> so you want to hear a better song? I want to hear it pick up, but the the computer skip, deliberately skip won't the play it. Oh, really? Yeah, that's funny. It maybe, knows better. Maybe. Get a better computer. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Get a computer that knows how to play songs, maybe. All right, guys, uh, let's hear about this song again. Let's hear, for the love of Christ, Give Me Novocaine by Green Day. Drain the pressure from the swelling The sensation's overwhelming Sell out if you give us money You would do the same Me Novocaine Steel guitar? That's not very punk What's that song? Mm. Don't wanna make it with the safer things in life Never heard of it I'm young Is that them? That's what the beginning made me think of. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't think it's them. It's probably not. Uh, But man, again, American Idiot. A a punk album that has two nine-minute songs on there that feel like they're three minutes. Hmm. Oh, wow. Punk albums don't normally do that. I mean, one could argue that it's probably not a punk album anymore. I'm not here It's a Broadway musical. I'm not here to argue. I'm not here maybe, to maybe they're punk for not being punk and being so punk That's about true, it. too. That's true, too. They That's did what try. rebels would do. You think I'm punk? Here's a nine-minute yeah, song. and they have a song on there called She's a Rebel. I so really actually, oh, I, I wish I could listen to this. I don't like the lead I know. We, voice. we have talked about that. It, yeah. The music, I think they're amazing, but I, I, do. I can't get over his the, voice. His lyrics can be shit, but sometimes they can be really good. On they this album, awesome. they're often really good. Um, Time it, of Your Life. 
would have been, I think, one of my favorites, but I can't get over his voice. It's something unpredictable. But I got it. It was there like, you you, you want to think song. we're a sellout, then we're out of here. Right. Like, that was the last song on Nimrod. Or maybe not the last song, but second to last song or whatever. And yeah, they closed with a fucking acoustic, like, sweet song. Yeah. It was the final song on ER. On what? ER, the TV show. Oh, it was? Mm-hmm. That's kind of sellouty. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them. But uh, really, check out Hedwig and the Angry Ants. Check out, I, I, you don't need me to tell you to check out American Idiot in 2016. But they did try to follow it up. Uh, they did another rock opera five years later called 21st Century Breakdown. Not as good. Mm. Uh, Lost the magic a little bit. Mm. I, I, I liked it when it came out because I was a dumb kid and I, I've, I've been doing like a Green Day retrospective. Doesn't hold up as well. Mm. It's got some good songs on there, but nothing could beat American Idiot. One I of the best wonder. albums ever made. I do wonder if it's hard to write new songs when you're flying on a private jet all the time. Right, right. <laughs> like, I don't know, especially when, you know, a lot of music come from angst. Yeah. I mean, fuck it. Do that. It's okay. You it wrote felt, enough songs. Yeah. It, it felt very hollow, for sure. That's a shame. Yeah. But they have a new album coming out, which is, they're getting political again. Revolution Radio is coming out in a month or so. There's where you could find your angst. Your life might be good, but the whole world is falling apart. Right. Boom. Another album. Maybe. Love it. Yeah. So uh, check them out. And we have any last words before the quote? Or are we going to... Look, let's go straight to the quote bitch today. In style. All right. So we are. Please, Chris, get back to us. We are going <laughs> to keep doing Chris Hardwick quotes until I get a response. <laughs> and this comes to us from Chris Hardwick today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is from Chris Hardwick. The lifeblood of YouTube is sharing. Chris Hardwick. All right. He's a deep guy. Very deep guy. Very deep. Very, very deep. Very deepest. And you got the deep of the deep. Mm-hmm. I think I'm about to drown. Let's close oh, the show. Oh, no. Well, guys, thank you so much. This is, it's been really sweet. I just looked over and remembered I have a cake, and that's so nice. Um, <laughs> it's actually for us. That's fine. That's I didn't want it anyway. The, the video. Yeah. <laughs> there's, was, there's paper towels underneath that. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was that or pay Maricela more to do another <laughs> oh, yeah. CGI cake. Those were fun. Those were fun. So. Oh, hey, here's the keys to your new car. <laughs> That's Got the em. show with Danny. Now with Carr. You grew a lot, buddy. It's impressive. Awesome. Re- Yay, thank you. Should have recorded. You should have recorded.